Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast which remembers and celebrates all things and everything classic TV. Today we're going to um, basically interrupt our journey through 1960s television. We will be back with that next time. We have a brand new episode that we can't wait to bring to you that we already have ready to go, but we wanted to take time to um, pay homage to some celebrities who passed away recently. So we decided to, you know, uh, do things a little bit differently. And we want to do this episode uh, in tribute to them. For those of you who do not know, Paul Rubens, who was best known for his portrayal of Pee Wee Herman, passed away yesterday at the age of 70 years old after a very lengthy battle with cancer. Now, my sister was a huge fan of Pee Wee's Playhouse back in the 90s. I think that show debuted in 1985, now that I think about it. Now, I remember her, you know, she was watching that show as a little, little bitty kid, like a three-year-old. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, that, that didn't start in the 90s. That started in the mid-80s, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, you know, she, very, very heartbroken by the passing of Paul Rubens. Very saddened, you know, to learn of his passing yesterday. And, uh, you know, he was... He was a very, very uh, funny guy, very entertaining. Now, I am not going to try to rewrite history here. I um, didn't watch Pee-wee's Playhouse. Um, by the time it made its debut around 1985, I was only getting up on Saturday mornings to see Soul Train, which came on at 11, so I was asleep. Uh, I pretty much had... Uh, you know, wasn't getting up early to watch Saturday morning TV the way that I had when I was younger. So I missed Peavy's Playhouse. And, um, you know, some of the movies that he also did, I have yet to see those, but we all discussed that already. I'm really behind with movies anyway. But uh, I remember an episode of 227 that he was in in its second season. It was, uh, I don't remember the date of the episode or the title of the episode, but I will never forget the episode itself. It aired during the 1986-87 season. And um, it was an episode where Mary and Lester and Sandra all were being held captive in a toy store by a uh, burglar and some kind of way Pee Wee Herman shows up at the toy store and he's being held captive as well and it's a hilarious episode and it was my real introduction to Pee Wee Herman I mean I had heard of him of course because he was so popular you could not have you could you know you could miss hearing about him knowing who he was he was just that popular at the time but to have actually seen him in something that was my first time to do so that was my real introduction to Pee Wee Herman that episode 227 I think it might be on YouTube. I'm not sure. I haven't looked, but uh, hopefully it is. But uh, that episode was absolutely hilarious. And, of course, 227 was a part of that uh, unforgettable Saturday Night lineup over on NBC in the uh, mid to late 80s. And uh, very funny episode. Uh, you know, there was a Pee Wee Herman dance, for those of you who don't remember, which he did in the episode before it ended. And uh, he was, like I said, he was very entertaining. He was very funny. And he was very unique. He had a very unique style. Pee Wee Herman was a very unique character. And he was the kind of character to kind of get your mind off your troubles and to kind of get you to focus on laughing and just feeling good. And we all need that. 
We need that, you know, because the world has so many problems and life in itself can be problematic. And sometimes you just need an escape. There's like some good, healthy, fresh escapism and PB Herman definitely provided that. So uh, again, very saddened to hear about his passing, very saddened to know that he battled against cancer for so long. And he definitely will be missed, but he has left an indelible mark within entertainment. So he definitely will not be forgotten. Also having recently passed away, um, Inga Swenson. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. It would be sad if I got her last name, if I pronounced it incorrectly. Especially considering the fact that I watched her in Benson every week for years (laughs) as a kid. But she passed away last week and um, was very sad to hear of her passing as well. Um, Not only was she in Benson, but uh, she also was a stage actress. I believe that she, you know, was a Broadway actress, if I have that correct. She also was in a couple of unforgettable episodes of Bonanza in the early 60s, around 1962-63. There were flashback episodes um, that she was included in, that she was a part of. She portrayed Haas's mother. And of course, if you've seen Bonanza, uh, there were flashback episodes to, you know, regarding Ben Cartwright and all of his wives, each of his three wives. And uh, there was an episode where... uh, Haas and Ben were waiting for one of their horses to give birth. And Ben was telling Haas about his mother. And of course, she portrayed his mother. And she did a beautiful job in that role. It makes you wish that she would have been a part of the show um, itself, not just being in those flashback scenes. But she was so good in that role um, that, uh, you know, made a huge impression upon me and I'm sure many others as well. Of course, she also was in an episode or two, no, several episodes actually of Soap in its first season. She portrayed the character of Corinne's biological mother. Um, Corinne, portrayed by Diana Canova, was adopted and her mother comes back to town and she wants Corinne to be in her life. And of course, Corinne does leave the Tate family in the Tate house for a while. She's upset to find out that, you know, she was adopted. She, you know, was finding all this information out. I think that's how it went, that she didn't know that she was adopted and she's finding it out or else her biological mother came back and told a whole bunch of lies about the Tates. And so she believed the lies and left, moved in with her mother. Of course, Inga Swenson portrayed that character as well. Um, Long story short, Corinne finds out that her mother, her biological mother is pretty much up to no good. So she walks out at her and goes back to the fold of the Tate family, which where she had been raised and, you know, brought up since she was, you know, uh, a baby. But no doubt producers of Soap really liked her portrayal in Soap so much that when they decided to spin off the character of Benson to his own series, Benson, they cast her as the cook, Krauss. I cannot remember Krauss's first name. This is a very impromptu episode, by the way. You probably can tell because there's so many dates and facts that I am sketchy on and I don't have any notes written out in front of me. Uh, We decided to do this kind of, you know, spontaneously 
because we didn't want to proceed with any new episodes before we pay homage to these, you know, entertainers. So I don't have all the dates and, and, and information like I normally do written out. We, we didn't do that this time. But, um, Benson began in 1979 that fall. Again, Robert Guillaume, who portrayed the character of Benson, was so popular on soap that he was given his own series. And of course, she was a part of that. And like I said, she portrayed the role of Gretchen. That was her first name, Gretchen Krause. Now, the battles between Benson and Krause were legendary. The If you've never seen Benson before, just kind of think of Florence and George on the Jeffersons. That's how they fought. But at the end of the day, Vincent and Krause would become friends. They never did stop the fights. They never did stop their battles. But they did become close. In the beginning, they couldn't stand each other. Very contentious relationship. But as time went on, they became close friends. And uh, that, for me, was the best part of the show. Uh, I know there's one episode where they actually got married can't remember the details this was in uh i think the third season around 1982 and they got married briefly and uh yeah that was that was that was hilarious benson and Krause getting married but uh that like i said was the best part of benson for me Krause and her big battles her ongoing battles with benson uh, I watched that show every week from the very first episode in the fall of 1979 i stopped watching it around 1984 or 85 I missed the last season for sure uh, don't remember something else evidently was coming on another network that I was watching instead but um, she was a huge part of that show brought a lot to the table honestly the show wouldn't have been the same without Kraus so uh, definitely wanted to pay tribute to uh, you know to Inga Swenson as well uh, I think there might be some episodes of Benson over on YouTube um, I have not looked. Those Bonanza episodes might also be available on YouTube. I'm sure YouTube has a lot of good Pee Wee Herman stuff as well that you can go and check out. I need to check out some of it myself uh, because, as usual, I'm behind. I'm about so horribly behind with movies, as I've said before. But I'm sure there are lots of Pee Wee um, Pee Wee Playhouse episodes on YouTube and other, you know. Uh, awesome videos over there you know that we can all watch and enjoy i also want to mention that Sinead o'connor passed away last week at the age of 56 very very young age um not exactly sure as to why she passed away there are people who believe that she took her own life her son took his life sadly um last year some people are saying that she probably did the same um because it's horrific to lose a child. Devastating, devastating loss. And, um, but Sinead O'Connor, again, if you remember the early 90s, you remember the song, Nothing Compares to You, which is all over MTV, all over all the media outlets. That video, absolutely unforgettable. I mean, she had the porcelain skin, the big brown eyes. The really close-cut pixie, short, short pixie haircut, and that black turtleneck, that black ribbed turtleneck, and she was just hard to forget. The song was written by Prince, which we didn't know that until like five years ago that Prince wrote that song. Of course, her uh, vocals on the song and her interpretation of it is what took it to number one. It was the number one hit for her back in 1990, if I recall correctly. Um, and, you know, she definitely became a very popular, you know, star. And, uh, you know, she's also very controversial and uh, 
you know, but she never stayed, she stayed true to who she was as a person. I mean, a lot of people didn't care for some of her points of view and some of her opinions, but she stayed true to who she was and she was very outspoken and and very defiant when it came to who she was and when it came to the image that she was going to put out there. So, um, you know, I have respect for someone who is really true to to themselves because in a world like this, it's easy to want to be a copy. It's easy to want to follow someone else, emulate someone else, and follow in their footsteps. But to see someone who wants to embraces being who they are with such of a tenacity is very refreshing. And she most definitely did that. So uh, again, she too will be missed. She survived by her three remaining children. And... Um, so all of these, each of these legends, definitely we wanted to do an episode to remember them before we proceed further with any of our regular, regularly scheduled episodes, if you will. But uh, each will be missed. Of course, you know the video for Nothing Compares to You. You can definitely find that over on YouTube. And also, I'm sure other performances and interviews that she did throughout her lifetime, Sinead O'Connor. And uh, YouTube, thank God for YouTube. I'm serious. I thank God for YouTube all the time. It's a great place to go and to see video and performances and TV shows and movies that we've seen before. But it's also a wonderful way to discover new material that you've never seen before, or to discover, rediscover material you haven't seen in a very long time. So YouTube is a blessing. It's a gift. And uh, it's a great way, like I said, to just go and, like I said, discover new material and rediscover material from, you know, that you've maybe seen before but haven't seen in a long time. I also want to mention Tony Bennett, who also passed away recently at the age of 96. Um, He'd been suffering from Alzheimer's and um, he passed away not too long ago as well. Tony Bennett, definitely a huge presence in our house. Our mom played um, his albums regularly. And I know the first song I remember hearing by him is, of course, the song that he's most familiar with and most identified with, I should say. I Left My Heart in San Francisco. I listened to that song again on YouTube just last night. And I hadn't heard it in a while. And I hadn't heard it since his passing. And I tell you, he... Just the way that he just brings that song home at the end. I mean, he was a phenomenal singer. He really was. And uh, my favorite song by him, though, was Rags to Riches, which uh, I believe that song was released around 19... Oh, I think around 1952, maybe, when he was just starting out. Love that song. I love Tony Bennett. He was a wonderful, wonderful singer. Great entertainer. Frank Sinatra, who was a you know, wonderful singer himself, Called Tony Bennett the best singer of all time, even better than me, as he, that was, those were his words, that Tony Bennett was even better than he was. And he was wonderful. He was great. I mean, all those songs that he did, I Want to Be Around and Once Upon a Time, Stranger in Paradise, Cold, Cold Heart. He was brilliant. I can't say enough about Tony Bennett singing. I actually am at a loss for words right now trying to put into words 
what a marvelous singer that he was. And he stayed active. You know, he was very, very active as he was up in age. And he, you know, did duets with Amy Winehouse, Lady Gaga. And that introduced him to a whole new generation of fans. As a matter of fact, I found out that his wife, his, uh, you know, last wife, he's married a couple of times, but his uh, last wife, as I said, I think that's the appropriate way to put it, his final wife, current wife, um, a lot younger than he is, and she was a huge fan of his, and she ran one of his fan clubs, I believe, and he was just so knocked out by the fact that someone so young would be so into his music that they struck a really good friendship and later fell in love and later got married. And of course, our thoughts and prayers are with her. Our hearts go out to her and the rest of Tony's family. But he was, oh my gosh, he was one of the best. He was one of the very, very best. And I thank our mother. We thank our mother for introducing us to Tony Bennett's music when we were very, very young. Um, I was like 12 when I discovered his music. My sister was like about a year old. So, you know, that's one of the first singers that she remembers hearing is Tony Bennett. But also wanted to mention him as well in this episode. And uh, yes, each of these marvelous, brilliant entertainers, as sad as we are by their passings, um, we're so very thankful that they have a large, large wealth of material that they left behind that we can still enjoy and that we will all be able to enjoy, be blessed to enjoy for many, many years to come. So, uh, yes, Godspeed to you all and thank you all so, so much. And that will conclude today's episode of Two Sisters in a TV, the classic TV podcast. We'll be back later in the week with our next episode as we continue our journey through the 1960s, a journey that we've been having a lot of fun with. Really been enjoying looking at those 1960s TV shows that we all still love and remember so fondly. So we'll have that episode for you next time. Thank you for joining us today. And don't forget to hit that follow button over on Spotify and also leave us a review and a rating. Thank you for also hitting us up over on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review and a rating over there as well. But yes, please smash that follow button over on Spotify and join our group of followers here as you all continue to join us through this podcast journey, which we're having a great time with. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today. And again, we will see you on the next episode.